All right. Uh, welcome, everybody. How you doing? Good. Excellent. Um, well, I'm super excited to, to continue our series. Uh, this is our third week on this topic. So everybody who's been here all, this is their third week here. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So uh, those of you that have been here, we've been talking about emotions. And uh, super exciting to talk about this um, for a number of reasons. So we talk about emotions, you know, we don't, we don't always think about it in the context of church, but part of the reason that we do it is that, you know, when we are emotional beings, we are created by God with these specific emotions in us. And, you know, sometimes those emotions go awry, but, but they are in us uh, from God uh, from the beginning. Um, when we learn about them, it helps us to really learn how to guide these uh, in the way of righteousness. So guide our emotions in a way that really is is after the heart of God. And that's our intention in this. And then third, you know, we're in, in the room. Uh, we're in a community with a bunch of people who also have emotions. And uh, we all take turns really being in a place where we need somebody to come alongside us and, and support us in those, those moments when we are having uh, emotional challenges, maybe even emotional outbursts. Uh, does that happen to other people? Yes, yeah. So uh, we just want to understand the emotions so that we can come along and help, help each other guide our emotions into righteousness. That's really the goal. Uh, so I'm going to pray real quick, and we'll get going. God, we, uh, we thank you that, um, God, that you made us the way you made us, that you made us uh, just like you. And we thank you for the emotions that we have, uh, for your Holy Spirit in us, um, God, for each other, um, that we can learn how to be more like you. We can encourage each other to be more like you, God, and we can just get in touch with the, the heart that you've put in us. Come and be present, Lord. Make us more like you today. Amen. All right. So uh, today um, we're talking about a, a new topic. So, so first one we talked about was fear and kind of an overview of emotions. Uh, second one we talked about was joy. Right, Glenn talked about joy last week. Um, and with, with both of those, we talked about them again in this, hey, this is what God put in you. This is something that you were born with. Um, but in some cases, they, they go a little bit too far, uh, and they're a little bit beyond what God has put in us. So how do we manage those things? And we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. But we're going to start off by watching a video here. And I'll just say, okay, this is all from Inside Out, uh, the movie. And there's going to be uh, about four and a half minutes more video than I would normally play. But it's going to be worth it, I can tell you. It's so good. And I feel like I told Rebecca when I was doing this, I said, look, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I really, this movie is very much about what I'm teaching about. So uh, it feels a little bit like a shortcut, a little bit, but um, it'll be good. I, I, I caved. I had to do it. All right, here we go. You ready, David? All right. It was amazing. Just Riley and me, forever. For 33 seconds. I'm sadness. So yeah, today we are talking about sadness. Um, So we've talked about fear, we've talked about joy, we've talked about, we're talking about sadness today. So I'm just bracing you. I'm going to cry. Y'all are probably going to cry. I'm just going to put it out there up front, okay? There we go. (laughs) 
Sadness is one of those emotions uh, that um, has some, some pretty strong external components and, and also stirs us in, in certain ways. Um, who thought that you could cry watching, uh, you know, watching a monkey hold a line up? Who knew, right, in a cartoon? But you can't, apparently. Um, so what is sadness? Sadness is really being affected by unhappiness, grief, sorrow. It's, it's sorrowful. It's mournful. Um, you'll see in the, the passages that I use that uh, there's, there's mourning, there's grief, there's all sorts of different words that are used. Um, but one thing that's interesting about sadness, along with all the other emotions, is that it crosses racial boundaries, it crosses you know, sex boundaries, age boundaries, everything else. You know, Riley is brand new, newborn, just out of mama's womb, and she's sad about something. We're not sure what. Right? Um, we, we see this sadness uh, often... Uh, represented, and we, and we note it by crying. Um, that's what we think about. But gosh, there's all sorts of attributes of sadness, and we're going to talk about some of, those, some of those today. But, but I think what we struggle with is what's the purpose of sadness sometimes? You know, as Christians, I think that, that can be a little bit of a challenge for us. So we're going to look at another video here real quick. And you've met sadness. She, well, she... <laughs> actually sure what she does. And I've checked. There's no place for her to go. Yeah, so I, I, we think about that with sadness a lot. There's screaming, crying. We're not really sure what its purpose is, but it happens all the time. It happens to all of us. We've tried. There's nowhere else for it to go. It's got to stick around. So let's kind of figure out what to do with it today. Okay? Deal? Uh, what? Yes. Thank you, Matt. Uh, so what else is in the category of sadness? All kinds of things. Some of them are good. Some of them not so good. So you can be disappointed, you can be embarrassed. Some of these we think about normally like um, grieving or sorrow, uh, but some of them we might even put in a different category, like when we think about being shameful, we think about guilt. Um, those things are also all elements of sadness. Um, we think about depression, and, and we're going to look a little bit at depression, but that's kind of an extreme version of it, and we're going we're to talk about that a little bit today. But these are all things that are broadly in the category of sadness. And I think everybody can look at that list and you can pick out three or four that you say, yeah, I have those a lot uh, and some of them I have right now, right? Um, so uh, we're going we're gonna to look at some of those. But one of the questions is, you know, isn't sadness really just anti-happiness? Isn't it anti-joy? Uh, shouldn't I just sort of make that go away? Shouldn't I sort of shove that out of the way and just focus myself and work on being happy and joyful all the time? I don't think so. And I think that that's, that's a question. It's one of the challenges that we come up with uh, all the time, and, and certainly as believers when we're encouraged to be full of joy. It's one of the things that we struggle with. We're going to look at uh, one more video here real quick. Thank you guys for jumping back and forth here with me. Let's finish with a potential disaster. Worst scenario is either quicksand, spontaneous combustion, or getting called on by the teacher. So as long as none of those happen... Okay! Everybody, we have a new student in class today. Are you kidding me? Out of the gates, this is not happening. Riley, would you like to tell us something about yourself? No! Pretend we can't speak English. Don't worry, I got this. Uh, okay. My name is Riley Anderson. I'm from Minnesota, and now I live here. And how about Minnesota? Can you tell us something about it? Well, you certainly get a lot more snow than we do. <laughs> Yeah, it gets pretty cold. 
The lake freezes over, and that's when we play hockey. I'm on a great team. We're called the Prairie Dogs. My friend Meg plays forward, and my dad's a coach. Pretty much everyone in my family skates. It's kind of a family tradition. We go out on the lake almost every weekend. Or we did, till I moved away. Hey, what Wait, gives? What? Hey, sadness, you touched a memory? We talked about this. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Get back in your circle. What's going on? Get out of there, Joey! Get. We used to play tag and stuff. Cool kids was prank at 3 o'clock. No. Did you see that? Look! Oh, no. They're judging us! Somebody help me! Grab that! But everything's different now. Since we moved. Oh, no. We're crying at school! Sadness, what are you doing? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's a core memory. But it's blue. <gasps> no, wait! Stop it! No! Ah! No! Dory, no! That's a core wait, memory! Stop it! Wait! Ah, the core memory! moving to a new place, but we are happy to have you here. All right, everyone, get out your history books and turn to chapter seven. So uh, I don't know if, you, if you've not seen this movie, a little bit of background. The balls are memories. Those four cartoony people, those are emotions. And sadness is the blue one. Uh, joy is the one with blue hair and always trying to make everything happy. Didn't really want, like much of the time us, I'd say, didn't really want sadness to be a core memory. We need happy core memories. We need things that, that bring us up, not things that, that bring us down. Uh, and so she's trying to prevent all that. Everything sadness touches turns blue and gets a little sad and mopey. Um, so I still don't, I don't believe that uh, we're, we are to avoid this sadness at all. Let's look first at a couple of examples uh, by Jesus Remember, Jesus uh, was fully God, fully human, so he experienced every emotion that we have. Everyone that we're talking about, um, he has experienced. Um, we're going to look at two examples of Jesus dealing with grief uh, quickly. First, in Matthew. Um, so this is about John the Baptist. Um, John the Baptist uh, is, is killed, and it says here that uh, they went and told Jesus what happened, and as soon as Jesus heard, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. The crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. Uh, Jesus saw the crowds and he, as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them, and he healed their sick. And that evening, the disciples uh, came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, It's not necessary. You feed them. Uh, I extended it past that, that moment of grief, and I want to talk about a couple of things in this. You know, John the Baptist was uh, his cousin. Um, he's his, his close friend. He's the one who announces his coming and makes, makes way for him in his ministry. And now he's killed. Um, 
for doing that very thing. Right? So he is, he's killed because of the work that he's done in the kingdom. Um, and you know what? Jesus, he loses a friend uh, and a family member. And so what does he do when he hears? Uh, he leaves. He's going to go be alone and just be by himself. Probably go and be sad. They relate to that? Yeah, absolutely. What's a little different in this situation is there are crowds of people that follow him. Um, they all find out he's going somewhere. They follow him around and they go. Uh, and he gets off the boat and there's a big crowd of people there. That doesn't usually happen to me when I go away to be alone, right? Uh, typically, I just go away to be alone. Um, and so how, how would I be feeling in that moment? Pretty cranky. I might be shifting to anger at that moment. I might, something might go wrong. Uh, when you're in that sad place and everybody's kind of pressing you uh, and you, know, you feel like, I just need a minute by myself, and now everybody's asking you for something, wanting something from you. Anybody get in a sad place and people just want things from you, need things from you, even people you love? Yeah, absolutely. I don't always respond the best way in those moments, but Jesus, how does he respond? He has compassion on them and he heals their sick. Uh, the disciples say, hey, send them away, send them home, get them out of here, let them go have food. Jesus says, no, no, they, not only does he say they can stay, they can be with me while I'm in this sad, grieving place, but you ought to feed them. Let's, let's feed all these folks. And then he feeds 5,000 men plus all the women and children um, with a few loaves of bread and some fish, uh, another a miracle by Jesus. Second one I want to look at is another dear friend of Jesus. Uh, he loses, uh, for a moment anyway, is Lazarus. So uh, Martha and Mary uh, are there. It's, a, it's their brother, some, one of their brothers, actually. I don't know if it's both their brothers, but they, they all are very connected. And uh, they come out to meet Jesus. And the, the first one is Martha. She comes out a couple miles away and meets Jesus out there and says, Jesus, if you had just been here, he wouldn't have died. You know, uh, that's, uh, that's hard. That's really hard. If you had just done something, this wouldn't have happened. And sometimes when we're sad, we feel that way, right? And sometimes when other people are sad, they feel that way too. If, if I had just done something, if you had just done something. But it's, it's not the way it works, right? Um, in this case, uh, he continues on, and as he gets closer, Mary is there, and uh, now Mary says, the same thing. <laughs> it says, Jesus, uh, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. See, it's Mary's brother. Uh, it, my brother would not have died. And so then when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they, re they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, again, same thing, uh, could not he open the eyes of the blind uh, man who had kept this man from dying. I want to look at this, uh, just make a comment about this little section in here. It talks about uh, he was deeply moved in spirit and trouble. And there's lots of commentary about this. Um, the, it's, it's a unique uh, little phrase and word in the Greek, and it, um, it means that he's kind of stirred up. He's kind of, he's kind of upset. He's mad, actually. Um, and so there's a lot of debate about, is he, is he just angry at everybody else because they don't get what's going on uh, with him in the kingdom? And I'd say maybe, uh, maybe that's true, but, um, but he's, he's moved because he's, he's sad because of the loss of his friend, and he, and he cries. 
So again, how does Jesus re- respond in this moment? He gets stirred up. He, get, he gets passion uh, welled up in him, and he does something um, that, again, is not probably what, what I would do, maybe not what you would do in that moment of grief. Um, he's moved again more, more deeply, and he says, roll the stone. And um, you know the rest of the story. He says, take the stone away, and uh, comes in, and he tells Lazarus, get up. After, he, after Mary says, uh, no, it's going to be stinky, he says, um, we're, we're okay. Uh, you know, didn't, didn't you hear that you were going to see the kingdom of God, um, if you believe? And then he says, Lazarus, get up, comes out in his grave clothes, and he raises him from the dead. Um, what, I'm try- what I'm trying to point out in this is two, two things, and we'll come back to the second one, but the first one is that Jesus experienced grief. And in those moments, he went away, to be alone. In those moments, he cried, and in those moments, he struggled. Um, he, he had sadness, just like we have. We think about grief, and, you know, there's these five stages of grief that we talk about. You know, we all, that's sort of the, a common, common uh, psychological belief is that you have these five stages. You have denial, you have anger, you have bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And we have these different stages that we go through of grief. Uh, but I think that it's more complicated than that. I think that it's more like the the ball of emotion that is grief. And if you look at the things that are in here, it's all, all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, there's, there's panic, there's rage, there's anxiety, there's, you know, there's uh, fear, there's all kinds of things that are just balled up in an emotion, and one jumps to the next, right? And, we, and, and just gets overwhelming when we're sad, and it comes on us. We think about it as this stage where we start here, and we kind of go down into the depths. We get maybe a little depressed, and then we come back out, and maybe we have some trouble re-entering. But it just gets better, and we adjust as we go along. I think that the experience that people have looks more like this, right? I think this is what really happens with grief, is that, yeah, uh, there is a moment where, where you, you are in denial, and maybe you are angry, and you have some fear, and then you go help other people, and then you have some hope and excitement, and then you come back, and you're in denial again, and you, I think you're all over the map. It's not, it's not super clean, right? And I think you jump in and out of these things as you process grief and sadness. But along the way, there are side effects. There are, there are physical things that happen to you. Um, you. You start to have certain behaviors. You start to have certain thoughts. You start to have certain feelings. Uh, a lot of times, like Jesus did, you retract from people. You sort of get away. I want to be by myself and just cry. Um, I want to I not have people ask me questions or have somebody try to explain any of this to me. You know, you get these thoughts about, well, bad things always happen to me. My life is terrible. You know, all these things that, that happen to us. We also have just physical things happen. We start to lose weight. We start to, which, you know, sometimes you wish you were more sad, right? Um, but, so you could lose a little more weight. But, but, you know, you just start to just not have healthy habits anymore. You don't sleep well. You get cranky with everybody. All these things happen. Um, so what do I do if I'm in that place where I'm stuck? If I'm in that place where I'm spinning all around like that, well, let me say, let me pause and say one thing uh, about depression. Depression is serious. So um, don't take anything I say as, well, if you're depressed, you know, just have somebody uh, say nice things to you. I mean, I'm not, so I'm not saying that depression is a, a simple thing. People get stuck in that place of depression, and you need a lot of serious help to get out. Get counseling. Yes, absolutely. Pray with people, talk to your friends, surround yourself with people who love you, and also get some professional help. <laughs>